welcome back. As we have been over these last several days reflecting on the long, long history of this program, and actually it's a predecessor when I was just a uh, an oldies DJ on the radio station, and I was able to pinpoint the first time I mentioned one of my children on the air. It was July 18th of 1993. I was hosting a uh, request and countdown show called the Sunday Night Sock Hop on what was then 970 AM WMAY. And my countdown that week was the top 25 baby songs, songs that had the word baby in the title because my wife and I had just had a baby. And so uh, number one, by the way, Baby Love by the Supremes. I still remember that. And so that was the first time, but definitely not the last time, I talked about one or both of my children on the air. I have uh, talked about them uh, extensively over the years before my son was born even, we actually took calls from listeners uh, getting their suggestions for names. I think I can finally let it be known now that the fix was in and we were never going to actually let the listeners vote on that. We'd already decided, but we got a lot of good suggestions and we ultimately settled on Dylan following uh, the birth of my daughter Lindsay five years earlier. So I've now been talking about them, their lives, their education, their careers, and just about everything else for close to 30 years now. And now they are demanding equal time. And so in studio with me this afternoon, my daughter, Lindsay, my son, Dylan, it's so good to see both of you. I love you both. How are you? Great. Good. How are you, Dad? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm fine, and uh, I'm, I'm glad you're here. You know, I'm, I'm really excited to, to share this with you in these final days here. And I, I guess I, I need to ask you both something that I never really have uh, sat down and, and talked to you about. How has it felt all these years to be the offspring of a local radio celebrity? I mean, it's always been my fun fact at school when people are like, tell something that is cool about yourself. I'd be like, my dad's on the radio. That I feel like that was my go-to a lot of the times. Um, that was my like show-off fact. Wait, was that yours too, Dylan? Uh, it's impressive how many people know who you are based on your dad, <laughs> even though you know you think that they don't really see him that much because he works in radio. And it's always a careful introduction because you'd be like, they would be like, who's your dad? I would be like, Jim Leach. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Please still like me. It's really a double-edged but, sword. Yeah, you never know what you're going to get. So, so uh, if you were keeping score more often than not, which, which way did it tilt? More often than not, I would say people liked you. Okay, that's good. That's a relief. That's a relief. Um, I, I know it's been kind of a weird life for you at times. Uh, you know, a lot of times where I would have to be here, uh, even when things were going on. I, I've already stated on the air that the first severe storm we have, I'm coming to one of your houses because I've never actually spent a severe thunderstorm or a tornado with you in your entire lives. Tell me, tell me a little bit about that, because I, I'm, you know, and you guys were always very good about it, and you never made me feel bad about it. But it had to be a little upsetting that I'd run off every time there was bad weather. I would say the pretty standard procedure was mom and dad would wake us up, dad would help get mom. We lived in a one-story house, no basement, with no basement, help get us in the closet, and then we had that old flashlight, blue flashlight radio, <laughs> and we would turn that on and mom would be panicking and waiting to hear dad on the radio, and then she would calm down because she knew he made it to the station safe in the storms, but then we would be panicking in the closet. For now, uh, the, the one member, you know, probably most vividly was the 2006 tornadoes, and I actually, I left Lindsay at the Hoagland 
Center for the Arts, mm-hmm. so I could come out here. Left her with, with people we know and trust, but still <laughs> left her there. And Dylan, you were with your mom then, right? Yeah, I okay. was at home, and uh, that was at the point where we were still hiding in my bedroom closet. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. and that, it is not a large closet, even not for a two people. Closet. But yeah, power's out. Me and her just sitting listening to the show for, I think, probably four hours, I want to say. Well, I was uh, on, I, that I, night. We were on the air that night. We started our coverage about 7.30. The tornado hit about 8, and I think I was on until about 8 the next morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah, we, we were probably inside that closet from 7.30 until probably close to 10 at night. Yeah, I, I would imagine. And that, what, and you probably would have gone back again. There was a second round of tornadoes mm-hmm. about two in the morning. Yep. So, mm-hmm. but and and you came home with friends. I and went they... to rehearsal. We stayed there for a first, like the first big break. I went, wound up going home to Cassie Bax's house, and then at some point I got back to you. But I feel like I spent the last tornado with you, like the last round. I feel like I got brought home at some point. Oh yeah, because that last the last one didn't hit till like two in the morning. Right. So I'm so sure I you were home I did before one then. Yeah. Warning. Uh, so, um, a- any you know thoughts over the years of you know something that stood out from the show or that you? Uh, I I know, I know it's tough because I'm your old man and I'm just inherently embarrassing every parent is to their children when they're growing up. But uh, anything that uh, just sort of stood out for you was a, a, a memorable moment. You know, I always thought it was unfair how little you would let us be on the show. <laughs> You know, it it was always very rare. And, you know, we were only ever on the show if uh, we were in a show, a theater production. And, you know, we would come and interview like you do for, you know, every production that has ever been in Springfield for the past however many years. But, you know, you never would just interview us. You know, you never would just come and talk to us. And I was, was, you know, a little upset about that. Mm -hmm. Had I done that, what would you have wanted to come on and talk about? You know, I'm not sure. Thinking about it, but like right now, it took it took us a lot of pushing for you to even get us here now, two days before you finish your show. In fairness, having known you both your entire lives, I realize that neither one of you has that much of a filter, and we are still a regulated uh, industry here. So, uh, you know, yeah, I was I was a little bit nervous. I'm not I'm not gonna lie, but. Lindsay, this was initially your idea yes, to, to come was. out here. Yeah. Did, did you have something particular you have been oh, wanting I just to say for 30 years? think of different. Can I, can I say, that, by the way, you're, you're coming up on your 30th I birthday? I am coming up on my 30th birthday. Yeah. You're old. Thanks for that. My, my first day on my new job is going to be my daughter's 30th birthday. I took that as a good sign, I actually. I think so. Yeah. Um, good no, things there's happen lots on July 5th. things. I think that I've liked how I get to show you off. Um, I, my, I'm a teacher, and I've had students take field trips. You've come be a celebrity reader, um, things like that. I am clearly the favorite and have recorded commercials <laughs> for the radio station. That, that is true. So, um, also recorded very early on, we recorded a bit where you, you imitated Zuzu from It's a Wonderful yeah, Life. Zuzu Daddy teacher says every time a bell rings, a talk show host gets his wings. We did the Boulder Creek ad. Oh, right, right. We did that thing in around. Yeah, so we've, I feel like there's just lots of different things. Obviously, the severe weather. Um, you've done a lot of things that have helped me professionally in terms of, like, helping um, do different, like, forums and things for, like, the school board and they, uh, for our teachers' union. So, you know, there's I, just, it's, I've grown up and my experiences have changed ha- as I've done new things, but the radio has always 
fit in somewhere. I have, uh, I've said this on the air repeatedly, and I hope you've heard it, but I don't know if I've ever actually said to the two of you, because my first week on the air, one of the very first shows, maybe the first show, I said, one of the things we're going to talk a lot about on this program and really make a point of is education, because, you know, at that time, it was very much, and, and still is to an extent, very much in fashion to denigrate public education, to say it's not getting the job done, it's not helping kids at all, and I saw it a lot differently. I knew a lot of teachers, and I've seen kids come through the, the school system, and, you know, as long as parents are active and involved in it, too, kids were doing very, very well in it, and I said, I, I really wanted to present a, a different viewpoint on that, because education was so important to me, and having you both become teachers in the public school system and to be so good at it is so uh, profoundly important and special to me and fills me with such pride. Uh, and uh, like I said, I, I've said this on the air over and over again, and it's you know one of the beautiful things about this microphone. It's a lot easier to say things into it than it is to say it in people's faces. But I am so proud of the both of you and so uh, incredibly uh, impressed with what you have done uh, and the, the impact you have on students. Now, Dylan has never had me in his classroom room a lot you know he he got his start in covid his student teaching was the spring that covid hit and he's had a very weird professional teaching experience uh and so i've never had the chance to to appear before dylan's class but i have with Lindsay a couple of times and uh, i i still remember your your first teaching assignment and you were teaching sixth graders mm -hmm. and and seeing how those kids reacted to you was just just amazing to me you know and it, and it just shows me again the the impact uh that, that a teacher has on a young life and uh, and I, I see that now of course uh, Lindsay and dylan's mom passed away a few years ago and we miss her uh, every day uh i remarried a couple of years back and very uh, lucky to have uh, found someone who is also a teacher and i see the impact she has on young people's lives too uh, and it just says to me, yeah, my, my instincts 28 years ago were, were spot on about the importance of education. And I'm glad we talked about it then. I'm glad we talk about it today. But I'm, I'm most glad that you two live it and, uh, and make that kind of impact on the community. So um, I don't know what else to say. Well, I can day. also say that while you're proud of us, I think that Dylan and I both, one of the reasons we wanted to come on, too, is that we are proud of you. I hope you realize the impact that you have had on this community and um, I mean people are going to miss you terribly I my own two uh, children can't wrap their heads around that papa is not going to be on the radio I can't believe that I'm going to have a third baby that doesn't have a papa on the radio um, so that's going to be very weird um, I think that it's been so cool we've had very public parts of our life or very important parts of our lives displayed publicly. Yeah. Um, and while those were some of the worst moments of our lives, I truly don't know what we would have done without the support of the community. And we wouldn't have that without you. Yeah. And I just want you to realize that um, how proud of you we are, even though there were nights where you weren't home and <laughs> you dropped us off because we were going to war or, or things like that. But oh were, yeah, I forgot mm -hmm. about that. Yeah, with the Iraq War, and I think you had to stay with your uh, with your mama that night, yeah, right? But yeah. We, we always understood that what you were doing was so important because if you didn't do it, the community wouldn't know what was going on. Well, so thank you uh, for that very much. And um, yeah, um, when when uh, we lost your mom, and I didn't know how we were going to get through it, and we. 
we all took a lot of strength from the, the kindness of people who just reached out and uh, and shared their own stories and you know strangers strangers to us but people that knew her and uh, told us what an impact she she had on them and all of that was so incredibly important and uh, I, I know people have said that I have uh, you know helped the community but I really feel like I have gotten so much more than I've given from this community and from the people who have listened to this program and supported it over the years uh, and from you two in particular I've gotten so much more <laughs> than I have given and uh, you are the absolute joys of my life and I'm so glad you're here and so glad that uh, I may have actually a little bit more time to spend with the both of you going so forward mm-hmm. and uh, and with my grandchildren the two that are here and the one that is on the way which also fills me with incredible joy so love you both so much thank you both so much and um, we're going to try to carry on here 